Hello and welcome to Cry Aloud Ministry. I am Evangelist Edson Renee, evangelizing the gospel today on the gift of salvation. This audio can be heard on Spotify. It can be heard on other podcast outlets as well. Thank you for tuning in. I am very excited to come before you with the gospel of salvation. You know, the world does not know about this wonderful gift of salvation but to us who are saved it is the gift of life and i thank god for this salvation salvation came through salvation came from god through jesus christ our lord salvation is a gift to deliver us from sin the word of god says that jesus did not come to call the righteous to repent but sinners to repent that's that will be saved jesus is the light the world sat in great darkness and behold there was a light and that light is jesus christ jesus is the light of the world he did not come to condemn us to put us down to make us feel bad to shame us but he came to save us to allow us to know that the life that we are living is not the life that god required for us god did not require for us to be bound god did not require for us to be sad and depressed and sick and lost without knowing who our creator is we have a god we have a creator his name is jehovah god through the lord jesus christ and Jesus came to set us free from our sins. And there's no big sin. There's no little sin. Sin is sin. And God came to deliver us from that. And how we got in sin happened in the Garden of Eden. When God first created the earth, he created man. And the word of God says in the book of Genesis that God uh, shaped man in the dust and formed a body and then he breathed into his nostrils and man became a living soul so he had adam to till the earth to take care of the earth he gave adam authority over all the things in the earth to take care of the earth so god saw that adam was alone and so he said it's not good that man should be alone so god created a help meet for him which was eve so god put adam into a deep sleep and he take out a rib from adam And from that rib, he formed a woman. And so God said, because I took a rib out of man, I will call her woman. Huh? (laughs) Yes, her name is woman. So that is what Eve is called. That is what the name of Eve means. It means woman. And so he became, she became his helpmeet. And so God told them that they can eat from any tree in the garden except from the tree of good and evil and knowledge. I think it was God, um, yeah, good and evil and knowledge. So they were warned not to eat of the tree. And because Adam was the head of her, he was supposed to make sure that Eve was, would obey the fact that God said, do not eat of the tree, but any other tree they could eat. I really hope they would have touched and ate the tree of eternal life first. <laughs> But unfortunately, they did eat that eat from that tree and they were tempted of the serpent. Satan came in as a serpent and he tempted them to eat of the tree and told them that uh, surely they would not die. And Eve has said, you know, God told us not to eat of that tree because once we eat it, we shall die spiritually, a spiritual death. And see, God, God's plan was for man to live forever. 
you know, to be as gods on the earth, you know, to imitate God as, as him, you know, his children. But Satan came in and he destroyed that plan and tempted Eve to eat the fruit and, and, and Eve gave Adam some and spiritually they died. And so sin um, started with Adam and Eve and it spread it through hum humanity like a cancer. And so God shut Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden, not because um, not because he didn't desire for them to be there, but because there was the tree of everlasting life. And because they ate of the tree of sin and death, he did not want them to eat of the tree of eternal life because if they would have ate of that tree, then sin would have never died. So he banned them from the Garden of Eden and he... Um, man was cursed and from that day forward um adam had to work for his food he had to you know um, make a garden and you know they had to learn how to survive god made um uh um, clothes for them from his uh, sheep's wool and he made clothes for them and um and they had to learn how to survive on the earth with the help of God with the knowledge of God they learn how to you know um, bear their own food and make their own clothes and so they had children and so sin started from Adam and Eve on down the line and so you know the world had become so bad that it had repented God that he had made man and so God flooded the first earth because it was so sinful and it, it just had no regard or knowledge of God. Um, they knew God, but they didn't have no respect for God. They were out of control. And so they had repented God. And um, so he chose Noah and his family because they were righteous and they obeyed God. And he told them to warn the people that it would rain 40 days and 40 nights. And they would die in the flood unless they repented. But they did not. So um, it took um, it took Noah um so many years to build this ark these people had so many years to repent but through those years sin increasingly got worse and so the ark was finally built and it rained and it rained 40 days and 40 nights and that first generation died in a flood and so the earth was repopulated through noah so now here we are again and so god says that it no more will he flood the earth with water but when he come again it will be with fire next time and so god decided that sin cannot reign forever and that he was sent a savior to save us he could have destroyed us but god didn't want to destroy us so he sent jesus down somewhere down the line centuries later years later the messiah a promised messiah was to come he sent the message to daniel and moses and all the other prophets they knew that a messiah would come but the messiah came after their death years later after their death so the messiah is now on the scene and so jesus came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly he came to bring us the word of god he came to heal the sick to raise the dead, to bring awareness of our sins and who our main en enemy is. Um, so Jesus, how he got here, he was formed in the belly of a woman, of a young woman named Mary. Mary was a virgin and Mary kept the commandments of God. She was untouched of the world, 
Um, she was found blameless in the eyesight of God. So she carried the, the Holy Spirit of God, which is Jesus. And she was not penetrated by a man because Jesus was not born of human flesh and blood. He is born of the Spirit of God. He had to be born of the Spirit of God to carry our sins, to carry the load for us in order to set us free. Had he been born of human flesh and blood, we probably wouldn't have made it because we were born in sin and we were shaped in iniquity so that we were prone to fall and to stumble and to make many mistakes and to sin in the eyesight of God. So Jesus was born without any sin. Um, he knew to do good and to reject the evil because he is the son of the living God. So he has declared salvation for us. So through his death, and through his resurrection, we have been made free through his blood. We don't have to live in sin. We don't have to live in the in, in the infirmities that we go through alone. Jesus is with us. And God asks us to have faith. And you know, faith comes by hearing. And that is hearing of the word of God. And that is what the word of God says. So Acts 4 and 12 says, Salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. And that name is Jesus because Jesus took on our sins. Jesus took on the penalty that uh, that we should have taken. He took our sins and nailed them to the cross. And uh, um, he, he didn't come to destroy the law but to fulfill them. Um, meaning that even though salvation is free. We didn't, we didn't do anything to earn what Jesus did for us. But we were sinners, dirty, filthy rags in the eyesight of God. And the stink of our sins filled the nostrils of God. And God turned his back on sin, but he hasn't totally forsaken us. God wants the best for us. For the word of God says in Jeremiah 29 and 11, For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans that are for good and not for evil. Plans that give us a future, give us hope, an abundant life, and life more eternal. That's what God wants for us. He wants the best for us. The same thing he wanted for Adam and Eve in the garden before they disobeyed God. And so God is was redoing what he was trying to do in the beginning before it was interrupted by the serpent. And so we didn't do anything to deserve this. It was God's love. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have eternal life. So we must believe that Jesus is Lord, and that we must seek the Lord and to believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Acts 16.31 tells us, They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. Do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? You know, God said he knows those that are his. And he said, My sheep know my voice. And strangers they will not follow. They follow me everywhere I go. They know me and I know them. So 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 God knows those that are his and those that will receive and accept the Lord Jesus Christ. Faith comes and he said sorry, he said, um salvation is without works. But once we receive salvation, we must work hard to keep it, meaning we must stay focused, give study to the word of God, um pray without ceasing. 
obey with the word of God saying and to follow the spirit of God's word for he says that we must walk after the spirit and not after the flesh because if we walk after the flesh we do mind the things of the flesh and we know that in the flesh it profits us nothing it gives us no good thing from the flesh but in the spirit of God there is life and peace so we must follow after the spirit of God by the commandments of his word so we have work to do in the body of Christ. We have to let Jesus lead us to the path that leads to eternal life. The word of God says, wide is the path that leads to destruction. And there will be many who flow into it. But there is a path that is narrow and a small. It's a difficult, but it's a path that leads to eternal life. And that path is through Jesus Christ. And he said only a few is going to find it. Only those who obey the commandments of God. We must give study to the word of God. In order to know the Lord, we have to read his word. God is his word. His word is active. His word is sharp. It is alive. And his word is true. And his word is real. I'm a witness. If I wasn't a witness, I wouldn't be telling you so. That God can deliver you. If you are a drug addict, he can heal you. If you are in fornication or adultery, a homosexuality, he can deliver you. If you are a murderer, a thief, or a liar, he can deliver you. Whatever it is, whatever you are in life through your sins, God can deliver you. If you want to change your life, if you're suffering through depression and suicide, God can change your life. See, those negative voices that you hear in your head, those negative thoughts that you hear in your head are just the voices of the enemies. His thoughts pressed against you to make you believe his lies, to make you feel worthless, to make you feel like there is no hope, that there is no God, that there is no help. And that if you die and kill yourself, you'll be at peace. But the devil is a liar because there is life after death through Jesus Christ. And there is death after the life of a sinner because the wage is a sinner's death but the gift of God is eternal life but you know it's not God's desire that any man should perish but that we all come into the knowledge of who God is God doesn't want us to perish that is why he saved people like me and others in the body of Christ to cry loud and to spare not the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so that sinners can turn from their wicked ways and turn to a loving God that can deliver us and set us free. God, once he deliver us, we are no longer slaves to sin. We don't have to be bound. God did not come. When, Jesus, when God sent Jesus, Jesus said, I did not come to bring peace on earth, but a sword. The sword is the word of God. That is our weapon. Also prayer and obedience to God and following his commandments. The word of God is like a map. It's like a manual. When we lost, it helped us to find our way back to the one that created us. To put us back in line. To put us back on our focus through Christ. To help us find our destiny. To help us find a path to eternal life. To give us life and life more abundantly. To live the life that God intended for us to live. Now, it does not mean that we're not going to go through normal situations in life. Life is life, and it comes with its battles and struggles and its distractions. But Jesus Christ promised to help us carry the load. He said, Come unto me, all you who are heavy laden, for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. That easy yoke is his word. 
Their light burden is the gift of the Holy Spirit. He he told us that he will help us carry the load. We don't have to carry this load alone. You can live to live again. You can live this life for the race. God, life is like a race. You know, it's not given to the swift nor to the strong. But to he that endures until the end, he shall receive a crown of life. Hallelujah. And we can endure with Christ Jesus. We are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ who strengthens us. We are overcomers. We can do all things through Christ Jesus. We can live and not die, but to declare his glory. And so we are like little gods on the earth, you know. We're like little messiahs. Once we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, we can do the same things that Jesus did when he was on the earth. But he said, greater works shall we do. Even greater work shall we do. So we must believe. It all takes faith to believe. But like I said, God knows those that are his. And if you feel that this message is touching your heart, is penetrating your spirit, and you want to get to know more about the Lord, then you are one of his. God says that he died for the world. He didn't just die for certain people. He died for the world. He said, whosoever will, let him come. And I will in no wise cast him aside. And that means the drunkard, the liar, the thief, the robber, the black, the white, the Chinese. It doesn't matter what walk of life you come from. God created us all. We are all the workmanship of God. We are his handiwork. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. We are the apple of God's eye. We are the, we are uh, the, 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 his eyes is on the sparrow. He loves us so much. We are more precious than the angels. We are more precious than anything on this earth. I mean, God gave up his son, his only son to prove his love for us, to bring us the truth. We were lost before Jesus came. We did not know all we had back then or then. You know, people, um, did not have the Holy spirit during the time of Moses. We had to strive to keep God's laws. And it was very difficult. And back then, if people could not keep the laws of God, most of them were slain because that because sin could not reign, could not tarry in the sight of God. It it will it would be overwhelming. And God it repented God the first time when he had destroyed the earth. And so there were laws set up by Moses, you know, through the Lord to keep the to keep um the children of Israel in righteousness. So now we're not held down by the law of sin and death. We don't have to slay goats and sheep and you know die for our sins and be stoned to death. Now we have Jesus. He has become our sacrificial lamb. Jesus has shed his blood for us. He has made it possible for us. He has made the way for us to come to the Lord. God says, if you want to come to the Lord, you must come by me. Lord. It's his name. In the name of Jesus, we go to the Father. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Everything in the name of Jesus and by his blood, we plead his blood against evil. We plead his blood over our sins. We plead his blood over ourselves, over every circumstances in our life. And we hold up the the, the fort, the torch of the light of God's word. And we speak his words in the atmosphere. 
The word of God says the demons, the demons hear the name of Jesus and even they tremble. Even they believe, but they can't keep his laws because they, they are full of sin. And so, but God gave us an opportunity and it's called salvation. It's salvation. Come as you are. It doesn't matter what you've done or what you're doing, where you're at in your life. If you believe that Jesus can change your life, then you will be saved. God said, if you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, then you will be saved. If you come to the Lord and say, Lord, I know that I'm a sinner. I was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. I believe God that Jesus is Lord. I believe God that you have raised him from the dead. And I believe, God, that through the death of Jesus Christ, I, I am saved. I am healed. And then you confess your sins to the Lord. Pour out to the Lord the things you've done. Confession is good for the soul. Confess your sins to God. And repentance means to just turn away. Have a change of heart that, that you decided you want to go on the right path, which is the path that leads to eternal life. And trust Jesus with your life. Trust him to lead you through. Trust him by reading his word. Trust him by associating with the body of Christ or joining yourself with people who know the word and will pray for you and love you and watch over your soul and to protect you through the blood of Jesus and, and through the prayers of the saints and through his word, you know. So um, this is why God, um, this is why God has saved others to to save, save me and others, to save people like you. And then when he saved you, you go out and save others. And God said that he will not come back until the earth is covered with his word. So God is coming back someday. This earth will not stand forever. We will not live forever. There's no repentance amongst the grave. It is accounted unto man once to die. And after that is the judgment. So we must make the best of our life through Jesus Christ. All God asks us to do is do good. Turn from sin. Follow his commandments. Trust and believe. And God, he can take us through. And we'll overcome every time. We are more than victors. We we are we are more than overcomers through the Lord. We we have the victory through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I'm going to read some more of these scriptures on salvation. And it says that um, um it says that Second Timothy one and nine he has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. And Psalm sixty two and one it says, Truly my soul find rest in God, my salvation comes from him. Acts 2.21, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 10, or do you not know that evildoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither be sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, and the, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanders, nor swindlers, will enter into the kingdom of God. And that means that there is no sinners in the kingdom of God. 
There will be no sinners walking the streets of gold when Jesus come back. There will be no sinners caught up in the rapture. That God's kingdom is not full of sin. So God is not saying that you don't have an opportunity. What he is saying is we must turn from our sins in order to represent the kingdom. You know, God does not represent sin. Satan does. God is righteous. God is holy. So he said, if I'm holy, you be holy. So we have to be holy if God is holy. And how we be holy by receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the water, and and to be led of the Holy Spirit to obey. Let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you to obey the scriptures. And so the people who do these things, God call them wrongdoers. God calls sinners wrongdoers because we're going the wrong way. We are on the path of, of destruction when we living in sin. And that's a wide path. And God said there'll be many that will flow into it. There'll be many who'll be deceived in these last days. The deceiver will come. False prophets will come. And they will deter many from the truth. And they will blind your eyes from the word of God. And cause you to fall and to, and to worship the creature instead of the creator. Which is the beast, the false prophet who is soon to come. So we must get ready and, and decide whose side we're going to be on. I encourage you to be on God's side. God is for us and not against us. God is good. He is great. And his mercy endures. And if it wasn't for the Lord, we wouldn't have what we have. We wouldn't be able to wake up in the morning. We wouldn't be able to go to sleep. He blessed our rising up and our sitting down, our going out, our coming in. And he blesses and He blesses everywhere we go. But God is the blessing. He is a blessing. God is real. And for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. It is with your mouth that you profess your faith and be saved. Romans 10 and 10. Titus 2, 11 and 12 says, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to, the ungod to ungodliness and worldly passions. And to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age. You see, it teaches us this when we receive salvation, it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live a controlled and holy life in the presence of God, that we be a light to the world, to those that are in darkness, to those that are trying to find a way out through drugs and alcohol and sex and animosity. And we are the light, we are the ones who hold up the light but God says let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify our father which art in heaven hold up the light allow God to shine his light on you from the lighthouse receive the light Jesus said I am the way I am the truth I am the life and I am the light in his people God is the light be the light. Do man light a candle and hide it under a bushel? No. We let the light shine. Hold up the light, which is this word of God, the spirit of God in our prayers. Prayer is, is let me tell you, prayer. When we pray, prayer changes things. Prayer is like atomic bombs um, hitting the enemy's camp, dispersing his camp and, and, and just just annihilating the enemy's plan we must pray prayer works it changes things prayer changes changed me and it changes me every day and having a relationship with god is staying in prayer 
communicating with God and he'll communicate with you through his word. Luke 19 and 10, for the son of man came to seek and to save the lost. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowliness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but to everyone to come to repentance. And that's in the book of Second Peter 3 and 9. Luke 18 and 27 says, Jesus replied, what is impossible with men is possible with God. Mark 16 and 6, whosoever believe and is baptized will be saved, but whosoever does not believe will be condemned. And it doesn't mean he's going to condemn you because, oh, you don't believe, so I'm going to condemn you. No, that's saying that you rejected life for death. God has given us a choice to decide whether we want to be on the Lord's side or we want to serve and worship and live in the ways of this world. So if you reject God, you have chosen death. God don't, don't reject us. People reject God. We reject him when we disobey and we give the deaf ear to his calling. God says, the day you hear my voice, harden not your heart. God wants to love you. He wants to deliver you. He wants to save you. He wants to show you who he is. He wants to be close to you. He wants you to know him. He wants eternal life for us. He wants to take us home with him. Hallelujah. This is not our home. We are pilgrims just here. We're pilgrims. We're here for a reason. We have a purpose in this life. We were not born to suffer. We were not born to just be depressed. And we were not born to just go through things and, and be angry and become a drunker, a murderer, an alcoholic, a prostitute. God has a plan for your life. Will you trust the Lord today? Will you accept that he is the plan of salvation? He have came to set us free. Jesus died and he rose and he lives and he sits beside the right hand of the father. He has never stopped working for us. He makes intercession for us. He speaks on our behalf. He is our advocate. The blood of Jesus is a witness for us to the, to that, that we have a right to the throne of grace and that God wants us to live, to live again. God loves you. I urge you to consider Christ today. I urge you to let God be your salvation. God don't want you to be lost. He loves you. He don't want you to be lost. God made you. He created you. You think he want to lose something that he created and took his time and created and molded and sculpted and breathed life in? Watch you grow. Watch you flourish. And then the enemy comes in to just destroy you god doesn't want that for you he is the one who revealed all things to us if it wasn't for the lord we wouldn't know that we have an enemy is it what if it wasn't for the lord we wouldn't know that we have a savior you see this flesh that we live in is our enemy this flesh right here is what stops us from getting to God. Satan, Satan is an expert in the flesh. He uses our own flesh, our own passions, our own lust, our own, our own um, uh, um, passions for the flesh and our thoughts against us. You see, he gives us these wicked thoughts and then he uses it against us to make us think that we're nothing, that we're not worth a God's time or, or anyone's time. But yes, we are worth God's time. He's always waiting and ready to hear from you and die he loved you so much that he sent me to tell you to come home he got his arms stretched out wide except the lord jesus he loved you 
His death was not in vain. He died a vicious and cruel death to save us. He walked the earth. Emmanuel, God is with us. Jesus Christ, he is with us. He went through so much. He was beaten. He was spit on. He was spied on. He was conspired against. He was he was uh, persecuted. He was um um he was set up. He was threatened. He was plotted against. He was beat up. He was stabbed. In his side, blood and water came down. They even gave him vinegar to drink while he was hanging on the tree dying. I mean, who does that? He didn't. Even, they didn't even have a decency to give him a cold glass of water. They gave him vinegar. He, he was tortured. They mashed the crown of thorns down in his head and caused him to bleed. They punched him and beat him up, spit on him, stripped him naked, and made him prance around in a road, mocked him as Messiah and King. God went through so much. Jesus went through so much for us, so much to save us. And he's coming again, and he's going to come back with his angels. He's going to come back with his church. And that's us who's ready, those who received him and those who who follow his commandments and have not given into the ways of this world anymore. You know, when you once you receive Jesus, you don't want to taste of this world anymore. But distractions will come, temptations will come. But will you trust the word when he say that he will deliver us from them all? Yes, he will. Yes, God will deliver us. Hallelujah. I want you to be encouraged today. That we have a savior and his name is Jesus and no other name. No other name can we be saved except by the name of Jesus. He is the true and the living God. Jesus is Lord. God has placed all things under his feet. God has given him authority over all things. Jesus has won. He has won through the love that he had for God. He obeyed the father because he loved God and he loved us. And he said, whosoever loves the father, I will love him. And we will come and make our home with him. Hallelujah. Jesus is king. Hallelujah. Receive the Lord our God. He is love. He is love. There's no good thing that God will withhold from us who walk up right before him. Hallelujah. Delight yourself in the Lord. Obey his word. Read his word. Open it up and see what it says. Read it. And once you read it, do it. Do it. I'm trying to tell you. I challenge you. I challenge you to accept the Lord and to and to follow his word. Try the Lord. Try the Lord today. Try him at his word. And I bet you he won't let you down. He won't let you down. There's false gods in this world, but God is the true and the living God, Jehovah Rapha, the everlasting Father, the great I am, the comforter, the Prince of Peace, ruler. He is everything that we need. Hallelujah. He is our first husband. He, we are his bride. He is our, he is the husband man. He is married to the backsliders. Well, backsliders, come on back. Come back home. Come back. Come back before it's too late. God's mercy is with you. But, but we only have a set time on this earth. Don't let your time run out. There's no repentance from amongst the grave. You can't repent once you're dead. Repent while you're alive. Turn from your wicked ways. Be saved. Be delivered from death to life. God loves you. He loves you. And I know he do because he loved me too. <laughs> what a wonderful God we serve. 
Hebrews 9 and 28. So God was so God was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many. And he will appeal and he will appear a second time. Not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Acts 13 and 47 says, For this is what the Lord hath commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles, that you may bring salvation to the ends of the earth. 1 Corinthians 15:22 For as in Adam all die so in Christ all will be made alive praise the lord Verily very very sorry very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die but God demonstrated his love for us in this while we were still sinners, Christ Jesus died for us. And that's in Romans 5, 7, and 8. Rarely. Do you ever see anybody in this earth that will lay their life down for the whole world? No. Only Jesus did that. He did that while we were in sin. He didn't wait until we decided, oh, okay, we're going to accept you, Jesus. Now go ahead and die. No, he died while we were yet in sin. Jesus died. And guess what? You can come to him as a sinner. You can come to him as you are. Weary, wounded, scorned, shame, guilty. Jesus will accept you. He will receive you and he will cleanse you. He will wrap you in his loving arms. He will welcome you home. The angels will rejoice at your coming. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I pray that you were encouraged by this message and I pray that you believe, believe God wants us. The will of God is that we believe, have faith, be baptized, repent, confess, receive the Holy Spirit and be led by the Holy Spirit to live a holy life, to live the life that God has called us to live. Through the obedience of God's word. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. This is Cry Aloud Ministry. And until next time, may the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. And if you are encouraged by this message, please feel free to leave a message in my inbox here on um on podcast. And I have a prayer line phone number. Um I don't I don't have it my heart right now but the next time i do another audio i'll leave that number you can call in and you can let me know how you were encouraged if you gave your heart to the lord or you just need some help in coming to the lord i can help bring you to god or you can find me on facebook at cry allow ministry and and you can inbox me there oh and um and also i have another facebook page called um um Unique Vessel, Unique Vessel, if you go to Unique Vessel on Facebook, you'll see a pink robe as my profile picture, and that is, and I don't put my picture there, because it's not about me, it's about Jesus, <laughs> hallelujah, you can see my profile picture on here, or on my um, Cry Out Ministry, and then you'll see it, you'll see a photo of me, and on, and on, and on the front of that photo, it'll have 
Cry Aloud Ministry. And you can reach me there and we can pray and I can encourage you and you can keep in touch with me to help you stay on the right road with Christ. I love you and um, I'm all for what God is for. This is Kingdom Business, baby. Nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> God bless you and thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>